I was like, why is he playing the happy birthday song? Yeah, thanks, man. I I forgot happy... that my birthday. Well, you know, I, I mean, obviously today isn't your birthday, but when this comes out, right, it will be your uh-huh. birthday. So happy birthday. Thanks, man. What is it, 23, 24 this year? 21. 21, nice. Congratulations. Yep, 21 yep. this year. Pretty cool. uh, pretty amazing that I have a house, two kids, <laughs> wife, <laughs> oh, a age career, 21. A, a YouTube career. channel, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, all by 21. <laughs> a camper. Uh, Incredibly impressive, if you ask me. But No, no dog, though. No, I, I'm just just not ready for that, man. Could you see yourself getting a dog? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just if, feel like right now is just not the time. Okay. That's all. It, uh, if it were your choice, not your wife's or kids, what kind of dog would you get? Um. That's a great question, man. I always wanted, um, I've always wanted either a, a golden retriever, in which we've talked about, me and Margaret have talked about. Um, the dog that I've really always wanted, though, has been a German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Okay. In which, if I could get like a, uh, I've seen these like German Shepherd mixes with. Um, oh God, what, what is it, man? It's either like German Shepherd mix with like a pit bull or no, 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 no. Um, like a poodle actually. And it looks German Shepherd, but the poodle traits makes it shed way less. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like a uh, golden poodles that are golden retrievers mixed with poodles, but primarily still have all the same effects of and looks and everything traits of a golden retriever just they don't shed a whole lot mm-hmm. we actually have um i got a friend that actually breeds them which is really cool so if it were up to me though probably golden uh, i mean uh a, german uh, shepherd german shepherd mix. yeah but we'll probably end up with a uh, golden retriever though okay nice yeah. What about you? Now, would, would um, is that would your wife agree with that? She wants a golden retriever. Yeah, I know she wants a golden retriever. Okay. I just, I know that she wouldn't want a German Shepherd, though. Okay. I don't you know. know those, those dogs are really badass. Is she scared of it? No, I just don't think she has any interest in it oh okay fair enough yeah so yeah yeah, i don't i don't think she's like scared of it or anything i think it's literally just no desire for one Hmm. you know interesting yeah but i mean golden retrievers are are very similar man active good family dogs easy to train lots of hair shed a lot (laughs) yeah You you know yeah yeah doesn't change anything in my household. I have three girls. They all shed a lot, too. Yep. It's miserable. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough with just my roommate. Like, I, uh, I can't. I, I literally can't imagine having three girls in one house. Like, yeah. I, I have to I clean. Just, so 
we don't have one of those. You know how you because you got one of those like brushless vacuums, yeah. right? Or, well, yeah. it's got a it's got like the beater thing, but it it doesn't collect any hair. That was yeah. like my Black Friday purchase last year. Yeah, it was a yeah. vacuum that doesn't collect hair. So our vacuum does. So <laughs> I have to flip it upside down literally almost every time after every use and pull the hair out of the the brush. Yep. So that that really sucks, dude. That is super annoying. Cuz the only way to do it and there's like the the brush tool has a line a groove in it purposely meant for like hair. If you if you got hair cut along this line right because it'll sit below the hair so you can actually yeah, snip so it get or get a knife it. under it or whatever yeah yeah but it's like uh dude doing it every single time it's been it's been hard and then i've been going for the past like two weeks pretty balls of the wall on carpet cleaning do you have a carpet cleaner or do you rent one or no we have one yeah okay yeah yeah i i bought one i don't know probably like three four years ago something like that man um, just cause I wanted to be able to maintain my own carpet for the most sure. part and not have to spend 200 plus dollars every single year for some dude to come out and carpet clean for me. So sure. I bought one, been going balls to the wall and that also dude has just been a disaster. I have, <laughs> so generally they say like, this is going to tell you just how like nasty carpet can get. And it's crazy, man, because like you don't know it until you carpet clean. Right. Sure. So. When your carpet, carpet is designed to hide dirt, you know, that's why yeah, you choose I mean, those colors. Unless you're just mega rich and you can buy like bright white carpet, you know. Yeah. But for the average people, it's got an already dirty look to it. Some white Berber carpet, man, is the only thing that's really going to like hide anything. And so, um, yeah, anyways, it's been tough <laughs> and <laughs> it's like i i vacuum and then i carpet clean and then i have to and then the next day because you got to let it dry then vacuum again carpet clean again vacuum again carpet clean again and you do this until the water starts actually running like kind of clear you know it's never going to run pure clear but you're supposed to do it until it does start to run clear and i've carpet cleaned just the living room six times now and it's still coming out like brown kind of black <laughs> just black not even brown just black yeah. yeah 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 it happens so but that's another thing though when you're carpet cleaning though man has this whole little like fin piece on the front that helps like suck up all the water and like dirt right. and all that stuff dude so much hair gets stuck in that thing dude and i am just constantly having to grab this little tool and just pick out all the hair and the the best part is that like margaret gets grossed out by her own hair and like if i take a snake and like clean out a drain or something oh, yeah. she refuses to touch it if it's even just like hair that is collected in the shower and she like sticks it on the wall <laughs> she refuses to pull it off wait, 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 wait do you pull it off of the wall sometimes yeah really yeah so the I, I, that I have hair problems and your wife probably knows that from when I was a kid, but like hair grosses me out. And if like, 
I can deal with it, but like I, I can, I can snake a drain. I can do something like that. I can do that. But like when it's stuck to the wall, the thought of pulling it off the wall, because that's what girls do, right? When they take uh-huh. a shower, they just like get their hair in a ball and they just like, I'll stick that in the wall and I'll grab it later. Right. Yeah. But sometimes they forget. So then you get in the shower and you're just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't I, touch it. I, I, there's no way I could touch that. Yeah, because I, I will just because I've I've seen Margaret do it before. What are you drinking? Is that wine? Yeah. Sweet. It's so, a uh, <clears throat> barefoot Pinot Grigio that we classy. got from a gas station for $4. Classy tonight. That's it, baby. That's it. And, <laughs> and so um, I know that if I don't, like, sometimes Margaret will just, like, take it off the wall and try and, like, wash it down the drain because she's just like that. You know, and then I get stuck snaking it anyways and touching yeah. it. So I'm just kind of like, I don't even care. But the one thing that I will do just purposely to be like, you know, I'm not your bitch and <laughs> you need to fucking clean up your own shit sometimes, <laughs> you know, is right. in our master bathroom where we have tile floors. And don't get me wrong, this is incredibly harmless, but we have tile floors and the hair really collects and is visible on the tile floors because it just right. kind of like floats around in the room because it can't stick to anything in tile. So, <laughs> and then it just um, ends up in the corners or whatever, and it's just yes. a big black hairball, right? Yep. So, while I'm like brushing my teeth or something, dude, I'll walk around the bathroom and like collect it all into a pile with my foot and just kind of like pull it out of the corners using my foot. And I'll collect it into a giant ball and then just kind of push it and then put it right in front of her sink and then just leave it there, kind of walk oh. off. Look, I I get that. I literally like one of the Uh, worst feelings in the world for me is when I have hair wrapped around my toes. Oh, yeah. Legitimately, like if I have like a hair on my toe, like I have like a panic and I'm just like, get it off, get it off. And like, you know how it is. You're like trying to like (laughs) scrape it on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do it, dude. With with the three girls, it just gets so bad, though, man. And I just don't even care anymore because, like, even Margaret will do my laundry. And, like, even our washer and dryer is so clogged with girl hair that it's like, Oof. I'll pull out a shirt and it's just literally, like... Like big old hair hairs, Like, embedded in the t-shirt. Like, it, like... You know how you can get, like, hair splinters? Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, like, it. there's, like, They're, hair literally, yeah. like, embedded in the shirt. And I have to, like, pull it out. And it's, like, it's, like, tugging on the shirt. And I'm just, like, what the fuck, man? You so, ever just get... You ever get a hair in your butt crack? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, the worst feeling. And you're, like, what the fuck's going on back there? And it's just, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, if it gets... Like, for me, too, man. Like, this whole... Like, sometimes, like, in my... You know, my my briefs, my drawers, underwear, whatever, dude, and a hair gets stuck in those two. Right. And I'm just like, and I can feel it. Like, it's like tugging on my leg here. Right. It's like, what the actual fuck <laughs> is going on down there right now? And I'll like find it. And it's like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yeah, I had it. So uh, I terrible. had a day last week where there was one stuck, like you were saying, like through my underwear. Yeah. Right. You know, like you're saying, like with your shirt or whatever. And yeah. it was just like poking me in my butt crack. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And like all day, I'm just like, what is going on back there? And then finally, like I got a hold of it and it was just like. Bleep. Oh, dude, it's so annoying. That's just 
And that's where, like, generally, man, I'm pretty good at handling most things. Like, there's some people that can't handle, you know, poop or vomit or hair or whatever. Right, right. For the most part, man, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good at just being a overall kind of like I don't care disgusting human being of like need me to clean up puke I can do that need me to clean shit up off the floor I can do that all carpet clean stuff declog a drain doesn't bother me like you know not saying that I like it it's not an enjoyment thing for me but it, it's if I gotta go do it I gotta go do it you know sure it's, it has come with many years of practice from um, life guarding and puking up cleaning up puke mm. and poop to having That's kids true. where i i pick up all that stuff to now having daughters where i'm constantly declogging drains there's, <laughs> there's no way around it they you make know? those have you ever used like uh, we don't have one but they have those um like tub shrooms or whatever that you put in the drain and they're supposed to catch all the yeah. hair yeah. yeah do you have one of I've those? those no no i know my sister no, uses one but i just I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're I, I feel like our yeah that I think that was my uh my problem with it was like the reviews on them were they were good, but it was like a they don't fit like all tubs or sinks or whatever it right. is. And then, you know, and for us it, it being in a shower or whatever, and then the other problem was then people were just like, dude, it gets so incredibly grody. Like, you go from cleaning out, you know, the pee trap that you had to clean out anyways, or didn't have to really clean out, just get the hair out of it, to now having this net thing that you still have to clean the hair out of it, but now you have the added task of you also have to, like, wash this thing because it starts to smell really bad and get grody. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Whereas yeah. at least the pee trap, it's like kind of so far down there and the smell is hidden in, in, in a bath unless of water. Unless your like, face is down there, like when you're like scrubbing a sink, you don't ever smell it, you know? No, yeah. no. I mean, it's all it's all underwater, so you're not going to really smell it anyways. And if, you, if it did start smelling, you can pour Drano or CLR or whatever you want sure. down it and it'll immediately start smelling better like these things you can't do that like these things you really got to clean them so I don't know I just long story short I just said fuck it it just seems yeah. like another thing I've got to deal with you know so all right anyways that was that was all beautiful talk so it was great it was, it was fantastic um How did we go from happy birthday to hair dogs to hair because the dog thing. Oh, right. Yep, yeah, dogs. Okay. Because the dog hair wasn't going to bother me anyways. But I'm kind of starting to think, Gage. I, I might uh, I might pull a Gage and get a uh, hair... What is it? A brush? No, a, a hair, hairless well, vacuum? it's... um. I'm trying to think what Shark calls that. Shark vacuum... No, hair wrap? The duo clean, they call it. The duo clean. But it has like a comb in it that pulls the hair out of it. Uh, and like literally, like I've looked at it recently and I've had that for almost a year now. And there's not a single piece of hair on it. Really? Like, it's really impressive. Now, so the duo cleans are cool because you got that soft foam roller on the. Well, it's not foam, but it's like really soft and it's 
incredible for hard floors. Like it picks up everything. Like, you know, how sometimes when you're like vacuuming your kitchen and you're trying to like vacuum up a Cheerio and it just like shoots it in front of you or behind you or whatever. Yeah. This thing picks up everything on hard surface floors. Like it's incredible. And then, you know, the, the beater brush does well on the carpet, but um, yeah. 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 Is this uh, a pretty expensive vacuum? The one I have? Yeah. Yeah. I think I bought it for two fifty on Black Friday, maybe. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean the vacuum that we have in, we like it. I mean, it does really well. It's just, yeah, the I I did not stop to think about how much hair I was gonna be having to clean up. Right. So I will say this, my, the old vacuum I had, I think actually did a better job on the carpet that I have that, that little bit of a longer pile carpet. It, um, it did better than this one, but this one's way better on hard surface and it's way better with hair. So it's totally worth it. See, I don't, I would say that because we've got a pretty expensive shark vacuum, and it does really good, man. We we like it a lot, actually. I mean, it does great on all surfaces all around. Literally, the only downside is just the stupid hair thing with the brush. But it has like so many different chambers for catching so many different types of whatever it is, dude. I mean, it literally picks up almost anything and everything. It's pretty rare that I I run something over and it doesn't pick it up. It has to be some like large plastic kind of item for it to just really kind of ignore it so or it'll suck it up and then you know when you suck up like one of those little legos and then you hear it just going in the thing yeah yeah Yeah. in which at that point mine kicks it into another chamber and then disperses it so then that way it stops doing that and then you can go (laughs) fetch it later if you wanted to yeah that's too much work (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of nice but it's yeah it's also a shitload trash. of work <laughs> <laughs> so um do you have anything on in which on the next episode gauge we will go over uh black friday deals right. to right. keep a lookout for um but for this episode though i'm just kind of curious in preparation is there any specific thing, I guess, that you're really going to be kind of looking for, whether it's like TVs, iPads, maybe a new monitor, a new graphics card, a new like solid state drive? Is there anything that you're just like, damn, so, I got to have that? Yeah. So the, the, the one thing that I, I, I'm, I'm like actually looking for this year is going to be, like you said, a solid state drive. I, I actually want to replace that three terabyte drive hard drive that I have with a four terabyte solid state drive. So if I can get a good deal on it, that's what I would like to find. Um, obviously last year I bought the vacuum. Um, but no, I mean, other than that, I'm not really looking for anything. I mean, I'm always looking for anything tech related, but I'm going to hold off recently. Sure. My, my mom always wants Christmas lists about this time of year. So I've been like racking my brain trying to think of stuff I want because it's like I I have a really hard time with it because I just end up buying it myself. So I was thinking like, oh, okay, maybe I'll get a new webcam. And then I'm like, eh, do I really care that much? Um, So, yeah, my Christmas list is basically I would love some new flannel bed sheets. 
Uh, what else did I put on there? Um, I oh, know uh, uh, a new uh, car scrape, a window scraper for my car, a snow yep. broom to push the snow off my car. Yep. And that's all I sent my mom. There you go. So, yeah. Sounds like and a, she gets uh, mad good at Christmas. Me. She's like, I need more. I need more. I'm like, I don't know. I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, just literally, like. Guess. It, Her, yeah, just guess, I, not you. I mean, it sounds bad, but like, I love when like I get a present that like I have no idea what it is. And my mom's like, oh, you got to guess. And I'm like, I have no idea. And I open it. And I'm like, this is great. It yeah. could literally just be like a T-shirt. Anything. And I'm like, whoa, how'd you know I like the avalanche? <laughs> how do you? How did you know I like T-shirts? <laughs> oh my God. You did, how did you know I wear clothes? <laughs> whoa, this is crazy, mom. Wow. Yeah, I I hear you, man. I, I struggle too. Uh, my entire family struggles, dude. I I nobody ever really knows what they want um in not that i don't know i'm i can be very good about being frugal sometimes and then other times man i can go on these like amazon fucking rampages and buy like (laughs) 20 things in a week you know Uh uh-huh a rampage yeah yeah um but what i've started doing and getting kind of good at is like if it's something that i want I'll sit on it for about 24 hours and be like, okay, do you really need this? Should you really be spending the money on this? Or should you put this money in the stock market or something like that? Sure. And if it's something where I'm like, okay, I definitely don't need this right now for a multitude of reasons. So what I'll do is I'll just save it in my Amazon cart and click save for later and then or put it into like a wish list or whatever. And then that ends up being my Chris, my Christmas list where now I've got things in here that are saved from like even over the summer that I'm like going back and looking at right now. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I forgot I kind of <laughs> wanted that. No shit. Right. Like, oh, that'd be cool. So, yeah, it's it's kind of cool that it's like, I don't know, opening up this wish list is almost like a Christmas gift in and of itself because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not a. I've never thought about that. Like, just put it on a wish list, and then when November comes around or whatever, be like, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, here's a bunch of camping stuff. Um, A portable tabletop griddle. Um, A propane quick connect hose from RV to said portable griddle. Do I need any of that shit? No. Would I love that? Fuck yeah, I love that. But that's what makes a good Christmas present, right? Uh Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um outdoor portable rug for camping. That's easy fold up. Um nice. some other camping stuff. Um oh I uh new gaming keyboard that I can customize. Hey, That's nice. going to be thocky. Oh, I love a thocky keyboard. Yep. Do I need it? No, because this keyboard works no, just you, fine. You you do. You do. Once you get <laughs> dude, you, you got those like blue switches once you get away from those your life's gonna change forever oh yeah i'm sure it will don't get me wrong i'm excited for it but i just i didn't need that right away that's all i'm saying right fair enough um another thing is uh a mag safe wallet so 
I bought, you know, I got the new Pixel 8. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love this thing. It's great. Bought a case that had a MagSafe on the back. Nice. So then I could attach it up on my dashboard with this little magnet dashboard mm-hmm. thing because I've always wanted my phone to kind of sit up a little bit higher. And then I'm seeing all of these like slim wallets come out with MagSafe stuff. Yeah. Not that they're just now coming out, a- but Apple has a brand their own branded one if you want to go right. with that. Yeah. Right. Just to and like that- throw people off. Yeah, I got the Google phone, but I got the Apple wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Look classy as could be. <laughs> and that's where I'm I'm looking at these like MagSafe wallets that are also just like, you know, whatever. Nice, slim, easy going. They can store like seven credit cards and a little bit of cash. And then that way, dude, I can just because I was thinking of it the other day, whereas like I was sitting in a in a meeting for like seven hours straight. I was mm-hmm. like, God damn, dude, my ass hurts from this wallet, dude. And I just like and I'm looking <laughs> through it sitting there in this meeting, like bored out of my mind. And I'm just like, why do I carry this card with me? I don't right. need this card. I don't need any of these right. cards. Fuck my medical card. I only need that when I go to the doctors. <laughs> Why do I have right. all of this fucking junk, dude? I don't need my Sam's Club card. I don't need this okay. well, here, David I Buster's will... fucking $20 card. <laughs> <laughs> that card that has $2.38 left on it. <laughs> yeah. I've been lugging around for five years for no reason. Like I don't need any of this shit. So I will say this. I, I'm really bad with my Costco card. Like... I don't ever keep it in my wallet, but then I always forget to bring it to Costco. So yeah. then I have to go and get the temporary card and be like, I forgot my ID and I can't shop here without it. Or my, yeah. you know, my card. So yeah. I have a hard time with that one, but I don't ever keep yeah. it in my wallet. But yeah. See, and I keep my Sam's Club card in my wallet, but again, don't need it. I have the Sam's Club card on my phone that I can literally use for shopping. Oh, for- yeah, yeah for gas, for literally anything. So yet another pointless card that I carry around. And that's where I'm just like, okay, maybe if I just get this super slim wallet that can only carry seven things in it, max, (laughs) I'm going to really think about like, what are just three or four things I need? Driver's license, like two primary credit credit cards. Right. And $20. Yeah. Yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Yeah, bring it down. So anyways, those are just a few things, man, that are just sitting in my my Amazon save folder. This is random because I was actually looking at a case for my phone um, to put on my Christmas list. What case is it? Is it a Spigen? Is it a D-brand? Taurus. Okay. Do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually, um, yeah, T-O-R-R-A-S. And this company, I found them with my Samsung S21 okay. because they made the case that I had for that one. And I loved that case a lot, man. It was sturdy, just held up really well over a like three, four year span. And my cases don't in the past, man, my cases never really last that long. So, yeah. And that's what I have happened to mine, too, is like. They either get beat up or, you know, like when you get the just like the basic um, TPU case where it like almost stretches out and it's like loose on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what always happens to me. Yeah. And, and that didn't happen with 
my Taurus. So then I was like, oh, I'll give him a shot again. And then I came across this case, man, that I don't, you probably haven't seen it yet, but it's hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, camera, there's the MagSafe part. And then this is a little flippy guy to like set yeah, your like phone a, up. A kickstand. Yeah. So, but, and then this thing is whatever drop rated, all that stuff has all the little raised edges and lips and to protect the screen. It's a really good case. It was, I will say, man, it was a little pricey compared to other cases. It's not a $10 case. Like it was like a 30 or $40 case or something like that. But in my eyes, when you have a thousand dollar phone, it's kind of like you might as well get a good case, man, that I know like yeah. Taurus will last a long time based off of previous experience and that I like, enjoys, looks good, sure. has all the MagSafe stuff. So, um, do you do you remember what you paid for that? This case? Yeah. Um, I, th I think it was like 30 or 40 bucks or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's not bad. Cause I, so I was looking again for Christmas list. I was looking at the D brand one. Um, it's the clear one. So you can, you know, see through it or whatever and, and see your phone, but it's got the, it's got the mag safe and, and that kind of stuff. And it was like 60 bucks, but I'm like, you know, I'm not yeah. paying for it. So that's like, yeah. you know, that's kind of where like, I would never buy a $60 phone case for myself, but like if I could get one as a Christmas gift, that'd be dope. Yeah. But, it doesn't have any reviews yet, so I'm kind of holding off on it. Um, right now, I have a Bellroy leather case. Ooh. Ooh. And it's actually holding up really well. I was kind of concerned about it. It's, it's been great. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, this, so this Taurus uh, cell phone case, it was originally 50 bucks, but I bought it on sale for 32 Oh, that's not bad at all. No. Now, like I said, I actually thoroughly, uh, thoroughly enjoy it, man, personally. So if you're looking for a new cell phone case, that's what I would recommend, at least personally. But so, um, uh, Gage, mm -hmm. guess what? Chicken butt. Bingo. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Um, no. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I purchased a game the other day. Oh, if you watched my video from yesterday, mm. um, I purchased a game that uh, I am kind of mixed on. I'm a little torn mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the reviews aren't good, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with them because of the reasons that people are complaining about it for. Okay, so let's dive in to the TBG. City Skylines 2 review. <laughs> I didn't know which button you were going to push, so I was just waiting. I was like three pages deep because I had to add that happy birthday one <laughs> and change it. And I'm like hitting the button back. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, I'm not God. ready. I'm not ready. No, I'm stressing. I'm stressing. I'm stressing. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, City Skylines 2, man. Um, it unfortunately came out and it did not get um, the best reviews. It wasn't bad, but I was expecting it. I think everyone was expecting it to be better, primarily just because of how good the first one was. So IGN gave it a 6 out of 10, meaning like, you know, eh, it's good, but, you know, it has yeah. its issues. 
PC Gamer gave it a 77% in Steam right now is sitting at a at a uh, 6 out of 10 also. Um so oh overall man it's a little disappointing I guess to kind of see those reviews come out cuz I think it it discouraged me when I was reading them and I was just like why the hell, man, is it, like, why are they scoring this shit so low? Like, can it really be that bad? Like, what about it is possibly making it that bad? That bad. So, when I went into these reviews, and I was reading everything about it, and this is where, like, I get a little torn, because some of these things I can understand, and I can see what the public is saying, but at the same time, some of these things, I think people are overreacting a little bit. So, some people are saying that... Some of the issues, man, is besides the fact that it's having tons of issues with performance. People are seeing crazy frame rate drops. This is the whole reason why I did a video on it yesterday. And people are complaining like, dude, you need a PC of the future in order to run this game. Well, the problem, though, is that everyone is like, yeah, I can only get you know, 20 FPS out of this thing or 10 FPS or, you know, 25 FPS, 30 FPS. I want 60, God damn it. And it's like, all right, dude, calm down. We're playing a, a city building game, not a first person shooter. So we should just reset our expectations here a little bit because I'm, I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that. Everyone needs 60 fps on a city building game now for those people that are running into the 10 fps issue and even like on my computer when i was running the entire game on high i was hitting like 17 fps on my 3060 ti in this uh processor which it did start to look a little choppy man and it wasn't like the best and it felt a little off but there were just a few recommendations that Colossal Order said, hey, change these, like, four things, and you'll get a big old boost to your FPS until we come out with this new patch that will stop stop making everyone's game run so heavily on the GPU, and we're going to refocus some things to the CPU. Frustrating, because you'd think that a video game developer of this size would have had that figured out prior to launch especially with how long that they've been testing the game for now, that sure. someone somewhere along the lines would have been like, yeah, we should probably like fix some of this stuff. I don't know enough about coding and in game design, though, to understand if it's like an easy task or a hard task to like redistribute a bunch of processing power to the CPU rather than the GPU. I just don't know. So... All these YouTubers, though, man, have been, like, digging around and come to find out, like, one of the things that you can do, so incredibly simple, it literally has almost zero effect on your game, and you're barely even going to notice it, but it literally is increasing everyone's FPS by, like, 20 or 30, is they put the game into developer mode, and they just tell the game, stop processing people's hair. Get rid of everyone's hair. Make everyone in the city bald. And literally everyone's FPS is like shooting through the roof. It's the craziest thing, right? Really? Yeah. Hmm. So they're working on these like patches or whatever to get 
get those performance issues resolved. But that's that's one thing that people are complaining about. Another thing that people are complaining about is the uh, like zoning issues, quote unquote zoning okay. issues. So they're saying that the game feels like it's, you're practically playing a beta right now because when you go to plop down a house or something and it's on uneven ground, the house will be square and flat and all this stuff, but then you'll have this super slope driveway and then they'll make like the concrete kind of pad and, and backyard or whatever. For the most part, kind of flat. It might kind of curve down a little bit, but if it's built into a hillside, all of a sudden you get this like wall of dirt, right? Oh, now, does it look good? No. But is it any different than City Skylines 1? No. That's <laughs> right. literally the exact same thing that happened in City Skylines 1. But don't the people want a new game? They want an improvement, right? That seems like so, something could have improved. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. The only options here, all right, I'm going to dig deep into my engineering roots that I have when it comes to home building and landscape designs and developing communities on a large scale and all that stuff outside, like in the real world, right? My real world practices. The only way gauge to actually mitigate that issue is one of two things. Either the house sits nice and square and flat, and then you slope the living fuck out of the backyard. But people are complaining about that. Because the props of a shed or an umbrella or a hot tub, they're getting some props that are like sitting on an angle yeah. like this and it looks really unrealistic. Yeah, they're all warped, right? Yeah. Option number two is if you don't want this like retaining wall to appear in the backyard when you go to plop down a house, the only other option is the game makes its own decision to just flatten all the land behind the house and just fucking level everything around it that wouldn't make very much sense either because if you have like 50 homes being built at once all at different elevations you're all of a sudden gonna get all of this like crazy wonky ai terraforming that's not gonna sure it's look gonna look good like mine it's gonna look like minecraft yeah yeah so as a city developer and playing this game one thing that I personally think that everyone just needs to get used to, because it's no different than City Skylines 1, you just got to learn to terraform a little bit, man, and, like, flatten the land that you're going to build the neighborhood on. Sure. Or accept it that there's going to be sloped backyards and sloped driveways. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, like you said, going from SimCity, especially SimCity 2013, which had like no terraforming you couldn't do really anything uh -huh. right you could add some trees and that was about it everything else was just like automatic right and then you went to city skylines which like you could do anything especially if you modded it <laughs> oh yeah right like yeah. you know it, it was incredible and then all of a sudden yeah so don't you think most people would expect that going into city skylines too because that's how one was yeah, right. If you wanted something to look a certain way, either level it out or, you know, make it how you want it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So those are those are some of the things 
that people are upset about. And I think this is another one, man, that just like, you know, I, I, I guess I just don't understand why, um, I guess people seem to think that this was going to be like some like Skylines 2 was they were going to take everything that everyone ever created in Skylines 1, put it in Skylines 2 and then like build on it even more. And people seem to be upset that they're like, oh, there's not a whole lot of variation in the buildings. Like, it's cool that they have all these buildings of different heights now and you can make the cities look a little more realistic, but... There's, like, no props. There's, like, very little landscaping tools to choose from. There's very little blah, 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 blah. And I can't help but think back to, like, Vanilla City Skylines 1 and comparing it to Vanilla City Skylines 2. And I really don't feel... I really don't think that they're that far off from each other. And I feel like people are, like, getting mad that, like, City Skylines 1 was, like, so heavily... They had such heavily modded games. Right, and they're just used to playing it with the mods. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and now they're, like, mad that it's not... In, like, they didn't, like... <laughs> they didn't... The developers didn't just, like, go on to, like, Steam Workshop, look at all the top, like, 100 mods and assets, and literally just throw it into the City Skylines 2. Right. I really see it from kind of both perspectives, man. Would that have been nice? Yeah, of course that would have been nice. That would have been awesome. I think that would have been a great idea. Well, and you got to wonder, too, is like how many of these people are so used to playing City Skylines with the mod that maybe they forget that it is a mod. Yeah. And then they go into, like you said, Skylines 2. It's not there. Whatever that is, the, the you know, how they're placing roads or some of that stuff. And then all right. of a sudden they're like, what is this? Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And, but it's not necessarily true. This is something that someone figured out today. Uh, or not today, sorry, in the past like week or whatever. When you put the game, you can, like, anyone can go into Steam, put in uh, developer mode into this little hash bar or whatever, and it unlocks almost every bot, dude, that you could have done in City Skylines 1, where you can literally paint concrete on any surface. You can literally do uh, anarchy and place buildings on top of each other or place a building directly on the road and pl and plop down any asset in the entire game, including fences, umbrellas, pools, people, chairs, any of it. And it's it's all completely, like, it's there. It's it is actually part of the game. It's literally there. You can go and do it right now if you wanted to. And so Colossal Orders, their thing though in Paradox is now though they want to control the mods a little bit better rather than on the Steam Workshop. So instead of mods being on Steam Workshop, it's all going to be on the um I think the Paradox uh website, like their modding website. So they can kind of monitor them a little bit better and integrate specific ones directly into the game and just inject them rather than like making everyone force download them if they think it's mm. really that good. So is what they did really that bad? I don't know. People are always going to have expectations that aren't going to be met. Yeah. So. That's what I exactly what I feel uh, feel about this. And this yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it's not like an Apple product where you can't do anything with it, right? 
where yeah. any Apple fanboy is going to see a new MacBook Pro or something like that. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, you know, because they couldn't <laughs> do it themselves. Um, yep. Where like <laughs> one mod's missing from a new game compared to the last game. And people are going to be pissed when it comes yep. to something like City Skylines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And things that are really good about City Skylines, though, man. I've been able to, in like, okay, I get it. I've got maybe a little bit of a more high-end PC, so my PC can't handle it or whatever, but my PC that is handling it for the most part in fine-tuning a few things here and there in terms of graphics, but the game looks amazing. I love all the new buildings that they did add. Um, I think the built-in um, seasons are are really cool, man depending on the map that you choose is in a different like hemisphere. So throughout the months, it'll actually like it'll snow in the winters and obviously, you know, be hotter during the summers, mm-hmm. specific months that are going to be really rainy, all that kind of cool stuff. I think that that alone is like super unique. Um, traffic AI just being way, way smarter. And there's still some things, man, that they did add from the mods in, in city skylines. One that they put into the base game of the second one, which are some of the rule tools. It's so robust. It's so easy to use, man. Um, so I, I personally think that there's a lot of good features. If we're comparing base game to base game, it's definitely an improvement. Um, I think people are just mad because of the release in that it wasn't a little more fine-tuned for everyone's PC, you know, and that it was kind of built, I think, more around high-end stuff. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah people are going to want it to work the same on every PC, whether you have a a 1060 or a 4060, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, get, I mean, I get it. Like, PC gaming is an expensive hobby, and it's hard to keep up with it. Yeah. So, it's always disappointing when, when a game series you're interested in playing, all of a sudden, like, you can't play it because your computer's behind. But that's not necessarily the developer or, you know, the publisher's fault. Yeah. They're just trying to keep up with the times. They want to push their game to a point that they want it at, right? Right. They can't just rely, you know, they're not going to build another game that's going to run on a on a 960. No, right. it's got to be, no. you know, for the next generation. They're building something for the future, man. Knowing that right. then... That way, next year, when we're all sitting on a 50 series or 40 series graphics cards and, you know, people that had the 10 or 20 series are probably looking to upgrade and stuff like that, man. All of a sudden, this game is just going to be running all smooth, easy peasy, cheesy, even with 100 mods downloaded. And, you know, it's going to look and feel awesome and we're all going to love it. So I guess let me ask you this. Obviously, leading up to the release, Colossal Order came out and said, like, hey, it's not going to run great or it's not going to run perfect. We got some issues, but we're telling you ahead of time, but we're still going to release it. Yeah. Do you think, personally, obviously, do you think they should have delayed the game? When me and you, so me and you talked about this on the last episode, I right. think, and I did say... I kind of wish that they would have just delayed it. Um, but that was without me actually playing it and really understanding what those issues were. 
Now that I'm playing it, though, I'm kind of just like, I don't, in a, everyone's opinion is going to be different because of their PC builds and specs and all that kind of stuff. Um, I personally, if I had a lower end PC that was like really barely hitting those minimum requirements and then the game released and it was unplayable after I pre-ordered it, I'd be fucking pissed. And I understand that, right? That's not necessarily my problem, though. I fortunately have a higher-end PC that can run this game just about almost no matter what. It's just a matter of my comfortability of what FPS I really want, whether it's a little bit higher or lower. So I'm actually okay the way that they release the game. I'm, I think it's fine. I'm enjoying it personally. I haven't really ran into any issues. Good. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fun. But... Um, another cool thing about it too, man, is just, they've got this whole new progression system. You know how in city skylines one, you would just kind of watch your population meter go up and that was really kind of it. And as it went up, you'd kind of unlock some new things. And that was like, that was the extent of the entire game. Now it's like you actually earn experience for, you know, designing, laying down roads, props, buildings, and as you gain experience, that's what helps unlock new milestones, which gives you these tokens, essentially, that can then unlock, let's just say, you know, you don't just get to 10,000 population and you immediately unlock, like, every school in the game. Right. right. You can get to population 10,000, and that unlocks you being able to purchase universities with these tokens if you so choose to take that upgrade path. So every, I guess the best way to explain it is like everything has a skill tree. Roads have a skill tree. Healthcare has a skill tree. Police department skill tree, right? Power, water, sewer. All of them have little skill trees. And you have to use these tokens that you gain through getting experience by building up your city and use these tokens to unlock, okay, I need a bigger, better healthcare system. Now I need highways and highway intersections well shit i'm starting to have power issues and i'm tired of the coal power plants because i'm having you know pollution issues let's go geothermal i'm going to spend some tokens on that and so you kind of have to balance out this like well i need to continue growing my city so i can kind of get to that next milestone but i also need a lot of xp so i need to kind of choose how i'm going to design this city to get enough xp to get to that new level to unlock this and that and that kind of helps push you into like the next realm of being able to buy more city tiles, unlock more things, purchase specific upgrades that maybe you need. It just adds this extra element to the game where it's not just like you're just walk, watching a population meter go up, you know? Sure. Makes it a little yeah. more tricky. Well, it's kind of not not that similar, but like SimCity, when it came out right, like, okay, you've hit this new population milestone now you can go in and choose okay do i want to add a department of education do i want to add a department of uh, whatever where you get better police department or you know which i always thought was kind of fun right and then you you could then go to the university you could research stuff you can get better nuclear power plants you could get better you know hospitals any of that stuff whatever you decide so which is something I always liked in SimCity versus City Skylines. So it's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I personally, man, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, 
I'll just give you a uh, a little a little taster here. Subin, can you see this? Yeah. Okay. So, um, right here's here are the skill trees: basic roads, roundabouts, right, and they're like pretty extensive, all the way to underground parking buildings and automated parkings. Cool. So. It's this pretty elaborate, like, all these skill trees and how you want to, like, choose things and kind of expand all the way up to, like, even space centers when it comes to transportation. And then the milestones are different, though, in that this is actual, like, population-based and experience-based, right? Cool. right. So it just – it adds this really cool kind of, like, additional element to the game or whatever. But, like, overall, though, man – I mean, the game looks really good, and you can even, I mean, when you zoom in pretty far, like, the game has great detail, right? Like, it looks awesome. But, yeah. for instance, though, here's what everyone is talking about being an issue. Uh, <laughs> okay. Right? I purposely did it's this just to, like... Definitely <laughs> more drastic than I was expecting. <laughs> okay, but this this was like I purposely really fucked this one up just to like I did this because this was going to be in the video that I did yesterday, and then I kind of went against it because I was like, it has nothing to do with frames, but um and it this was gonna be a part of like also my review uh video that I was gonna do, but like this is the kind of stuff that right what I was talking about, right? This slope backyard, and you've got this chair that's like hanging off of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> right, where you just be sitting there, like, help me. Yeah. 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 But this is also purposely because I built up this massive motherfucking hill and then plopped a bunch of homes down on it <laughs> to purposely create this like mess. Right. Of, of just shit, right? Like, this is not realistic. Nobody's buying this house. <laughs> With no. a half well, a mile tall uh, wall behind it. I mean, maybe, but uh, the second the second you get a heavy rainstorm, you're in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely fucked. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, though, man, like I said, I don't know the game. I personally, I think it feels great. I think it looks great. It does take those some um, time getting used to it and terraforming sure. things. In cleaning up shorelines and making sure that whatever you're building on isn't going to turn into a giant uh, retaining wall mess like um, that hillside back there, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> Would it look better if it were covered in retaining walls instead of just dirt? Well, maybe, man. I mean, in which you can, you can actually do that. Like you, you, it's doable. Like to build uh key walls in this game, right? Sure. So okay. you you build um right, you build a a wall like that, and then you basically like level the ground in in front of the wall here. So then that way, right? Boom, key wall. Okay. So, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, I would have no just, problem with that. You just got to learn how to manage like that part of it where you purposely create those to create these like cool retaining walls rather than just like, oh, I, what? Why? I plopped down 100 homes up against this hillside. Why isn't this magically fixing itself? Well, well look at so the, 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 the fucking extreme have, of this. You're always going to have that like happy medium of like, 
you know, it's so hard in a situation like this, like, okay, you're in the way zoomed out view. It might look really good, but then when you zoom way in, it looks really bad. So how do you find that fine line of like, like you said, that chair on the slope, when you're zoomed out, you're never going to notice it. But when you're yeah. zoomed in, you're going to notice it. Yeah, don't notice it uh, as much from up here. All of a sudden, it looks uh, disastrous from down here, right? This backyard, right. not very realistic. That bush would not be alive right there. It would make for a great sledding hill. <laughs> Onto this guy's roof where you die. Yes, yeah, whatever. 100%. I mean, you know. But this is what I'm saying is like, okay, I plopped this house down on this massive hillside. What did you expect the game to do? To flatten it out even more? To create more of like this? Or would you expect the game to then just like level the whole neighborhood behind this house so this right. backyard could sit flat, right? So that's just where it's it's kind of like, I don't know, some expectations, man, I think just need to be kind of reset of, you know, this game is, if anything, completely vice versa in that it's like the amount of city stats that you can manage in this game from monies to budgets, wealth, population, happiness, jobs, workers, unemployment, crimes, education, blah, 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 all of this shit. And then even go into budgets in managing between budgets, loans, a ridiculous amount of taxation wow. items where you can individually tax Foods, furniture, lodging, meals, paper, vehicles, electronics, plastics, chemicals, pharmaceuticals, beverages, textiles, entertainments, recreation on industry and commercial levels, plus wood, rock, coal, livestock, cotton, steel, minerals, concrete, mission. Like, there's so much detail to this game, man. Um, and I think they purposely do this, though, because in on top with, like, the point of this is, like, right, even terraforming. Um, you got to manage it, man. That's just another right. aspect of this game. You have to manage it. If you don't manage it, this is this is what, what you get. you end up with? <laughs> yeah, because I built a fucking home on the hillside, and I just expected the game to magically fix my fucking hill problem. Like, right. that's just not how that works. That's why this terraform terraforming tool is like so robust and clean because you can literally just like i don't know do whatever you want with this kind of stuff sure so yeah huh. so okay next next question on the subject compared to original city skylines okay because me personally i'm into the soundtrack i'm into the music and stuff just listening to what you when you're playing the soundtrack sounds way better better yes. music would you agree yeah i would completely agree okay good yeah because it's at least from what i'm hearing it's very maybe not calming but it it's like oh i'm gonna make my city better you, you know what i mean yeah 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 it it is, and then on top of that too, man, you can click this tab, and then you can go into different radio stations. You can turn sure. off, like, ads. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool, man. And then they're, they're going to unlock new radio stations that, whether they're free or you can purchase them or whatever. Cool. So so it's like in GTA Five when you're driving around, you can, well, any Grand Theft Auto, really, you can change yeah. the radio station. Yeah, yep, exactly. Nice. And you can do I that like at that. any point in time. 
Because so. that's one thing I will always say is like SimCity, especially 3004, and then um, the, the most recent SimCity, like the music has always been just so good. Like it fits yeah. the feel and that kind of stuff. And like the last city skylines was a little void of it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good to see this music change for sure. Yeah. I, the music is good, man. The, uh, the overall graphics and all these little notifications and stuff, right. You can turn all that stuff off. Um, notifications in the game are good. The music's good overall graphics like i said i mean and this doesn't seem too bad right in in what you can see in terms of I, frames per second it would it wouldn't bother me at all no like i think and that this, this is, is completely you fine. streaming it to me too yeah. yeah and i'm i'm probably hitting i'm guessing man like 22 frames per second right now is what I'm guessing. it's a, it's a city builder right you don't need I mean, 120 it, it frames can, yeah no and it's like i mean i'm i'm abusing the the shit out of this right now and it's still like for the most part still staying pretty in tune with yeah my mouse movement yeah just you're, fine. you're going from a roof to you know 20 miles into the air and it's smooth yeah oh yeah. and these maps are ridiculous big ridiculous big wow so how often can you get a new tile? Um, so the tiles get unlocked as you gain experience, and then the tiles are considered, right, you purchase like a permit. So you'll see, right, permits used. I've got uh, nine that I can choose from. It'll tell me like the tile that I'm purchasing, if it has what the building area is, if it has like oil deposits or ore, wood, groundwater, whatever the cost of it because it might cost you a little bit more if it's right you see this one out in the middle of the the ocean 13,000 compared to this one that's inland that's 50k and if we go and choose one that has oil deposits on it right 40k it's still a little bit higher than the ocean ones but you could even still buy these ones in the middle of the ocean and go build a lake if you wanted hmm. to or i mean build a uh, build some land an island yeah yeah hmm. so Interesting. um yeah all new demands the game will tell you different like my industry is upset um, because of taxes and unoccupied buildings right all these new city policies man that you can have um per district if you wanted to um so like even borrowdale here as a district energy consumption awareness i know that's just whatever they fucking came through but yeah, so that was always like one of my favorite things in in in, in the original skylines was like when you were setting <laughs> it would come up with the craziest names where it would just be like oh yeah and, and, and then so i was watching i think it was r2 rt games on youtube and it came up and it was like one of the his <laughs> it came up with the name like park parks or something like that you know <laughs> and it was just like what and it was park always so parks. fun to see like what name it would come up with as you're you know creating that area i will say some of the names are really bad and they're just like i've had to change a few of them right off the bat or even street names but what do you expect yeah you know so okay Game's been out six days. How many hours do you have in it? Um, 20. 
21. Give us a rating, one to 10. Obviously, it's still early. You haven't played it a whole lot. You know, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get worse. We'll ask you on the next episode. Out of out of ten, what would you give it? Um, I'd give it like an eight, eight and a half. Oh, okay. I would say. Um, only because of the fact of everything that we just went over. The game is really good. I'm personally not really having any performance issues. Um. Road tools are great. The micromanaging of it is all fun. Um, the only downsides that I have, right? The in the I I have been following the tutorial just to see if there's anything new that maybe I missed or that I need to learn. Um, so I've been trying to follow it for the most part, man. But um there the only reason why I would mark it down one and a half is in which this kind of goes against a little bit what I just said, but it would have been nice if there were maybe a few more props when it comes to um, park systems and general landscaping like trees and bushes. Um, and then those are those are two because there's like there's like no joke. There's like 20 bushes and trees to choose from in this mm-hmm. entire like base game. You'd think that they would have been able to have easily have AI generate like 100 of them for them. Right. And just throw them in or take assets from City Skylines 1 and, th- and throw them in. I understand it's a different, you know, base game or whatever, so they may not be able to just, like, import it. But um, I don't understand why they could only really do 20. And that's not a huge ordeal, but it's kind of goes in line with just general decorative tooling. Um, there are some a few small things man that i wish would have made the base game and i hope that they just incorporate them later but even in the developer mode you can't do this um there's just some like line item prop tools that would have been nice um painting the ground i feel like that's not that hard of a thing to incorporate for some odd reason it's in the developer mode but it's not in the base game I don't know why that doesn't make literally any sense to me why a developer mode you could paint the ground whatever color you want in terms of concrete grass choose the color of the road whether you want it like gray or black for asphalt or whatever like why the fuck is that not just in the base game why is that only so there's weird little things like that where I would say that's if any reason gauge why I guess I would say, yeah, the game feels maybe a little incomplete right now um, in that they could have maybe pushed it back a month just to include a lot of that stuff. That would have been nice. But um, otherwise, the only other thing is the uh, when it comes to the specializations that you can go into. So kind of like in um, uh, SimCity, right? You could specialize in gambling. You could specialize in computer electronics right oil coal. yeah 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 the the specializations in city skylines too so far man they're it they they feel kind of few and far between like you're not really specializing specializing in them you, it's just something you can kind of tap into for money but the problem that i'm noticing is their economy system is a little broken in that I've in that city I just showed you, I had a 
massive surplus of items that I was trying to special specialize in. And it was like livestock, wheat, wood, or oil. And I was just trying to sell all that stuff and export it out. And it doesn't let you do that for additional money. And it makes zero really? sense. Yeah. You just have to use it locally. That's all I was allowed to do. Yeah. Huh. I could, I, once I brought in my freight, uh, cargo ships, I was able to export it, but, and let me, uh, I'll, I'll show this to you. Um, I'll show this to you again, but at least from what I can see, there is with the, uh, when you look into like the cargo, right? Okay, so I've got storage on all of these items. And I've got ships that are running with all of these employees or whatever, right? But when I actually go to take a look at some of my transportation lines, and it's even saying that I've shipped 72.3 tons of cargo this month, and 2200 has been on trucks and everything you go and you look at the budget for like service trades and look in the bottom right corner exported electricity and water that's it that's the only right. thing that for some odd reason i'm exporting <laughs> so i have literally no from what i can see man no money being made on any of this stuff that I'm producing. Which hmm. doesn't make yeah, literally what? any sense to me. And there's nothing in this screen. Like this screen almost just feels like they could have done maybe a little bit of a better job with this. So it's saying that I'm producing 196 tons per month of wood. I only need 176, so there's a zero deficit. And then you look on, like, this screen right here. So all it says is forestry, import, wood, heating, processing, export. So I don't know what I'm actually fucking looking at over there on the right side, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. Like, it doesn't tell me any fucking data except for, like, some industries might use this for heating and processing wood, and that's it. And that the wood, I can either get it from a forestry or import it. And then what I can do with the wood is either use it for heating, processing, or exporting. But again, this doesn't tell me, like, how much am I exporting? Am I exporting anything sure. at all? Is it, like... So, I don't know. That's that's my rant, at least, for that huh. whole thing. But, um, Weird. Yeah. And then even, like, I don't know, trade value for wood. I'm negative... Six hundred and eighty thousand dollars for wood. Like fucking okay. what? <laughs> how? I have a giant surplus of wood. How is how am I in the negatives on this? Right. That makes zero sense to me. Because it's obviously not like you know SimCity where you build a trade depot and then you sell it. Yeah. It just does it itself, but obviously it's not doing it. No. Huh. No, it is not. So. To me, this economy system is uh, its a little broken. Yeah. 
I'm I'm not sure that any of it really fully makes. It's either I'm I'm really missing something or it's really broken. It's one or the other. So because of that, and I think that's where part of my uh, part of my issues exist is like people are upset with the game and giving it a six because of performance. They don't like to terraform. They don't like that there's more management to this game than there was in the in the first one. My problem is like I have a broken economy system. I'm trying to get rich as fuck and it won't let me. And there's a lot of details to this game, but it's missing some details still on stuff like that. Like, sure. You know. Well, I, you got to wonder too, with at least some of the consumer reviews, how many people are playing it for two hours? They're just looking at how the game looks, how the game performs. They're not getting into the details like you are. Right. And, and they're just sort of like, ah, four out of 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. B- because it, that's all they know to look at. Yeah. And I, I think some people's expectations are a little crushed because they're expecting, like I said, right? They're expecting City Skylines 1 with all of its mods that had come out to be in City Skylines 2. Plus, they would just like magically come up with new stuff that was just fun and awesome. But the whole reason why City Skylines 1 was so awesome, man, was because of how the community built the game not because of how the developers built the game like i remember when city skylines one came out it was pretty rough dude there was like nothing to it you know it was a basic game yeah if that i mean it was the city you've got some controls for money you'll make money once you have a certain population and then you just go with it yeah build it how you can Oh, and I just remember, like, traffic was a disaster no matter what oh, you did. it was horrible. City populations were unrealistic. It was really hard to make money once you got to, like, a 50K population. Um, yeah, I had, I had plenty, plenty of problems, man. And that's all gone, and now people are just like, why won't the house fix itself? What the fuck? So, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's my thing. All right, that's up, it's that's impo- my review. It's impossible to please everybody. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just how it is. Yep. Yeah, you know. I think uh, you know, they could he- they could they could literally have taken Skylines one, taken the like top twenty mods, taken all of their DLCs, put it all together, and then just slightly upgraded the graphics, and you'd probably have a ten out of ten game for eighty percent of the population. Right. Right? Because yep. that's all they want. Right. Yep. 100%, dude. Hmm. So, it is what it is. I mean, whatever. It's uh, it's still a good game in my mind. I think it's it, it, it'll get better over time, no matter what. Maybe if you have a lower NPC, maybe now's not the time to buy it. If you have a high NPC right. and you like city builders, go for it, dude. They're still fixing a few things. This game probably won't feel really complete until I'd give it until fucking January to be completely honest hmm. with you, man, for like some of the exporting stuff, the economy stuff, the, yeah, I mean, you know. I, w- I would, based on what you say and that kind of stuff and how they delayed the, um, Xbox and PlayStation release until the spring, maybe even wait till the spring. Yeah. Because then it's probably going to run better on lower, lower end PCs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're going to have more of that fixed. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say man Christmas time will be uh 
at least for the PC version, when I think they'll have it, hopefully for the most part, kind of cleaned up, you know, have a few patches fixed. The I mean, part of the purpose of this, too, is at least what I'm guessing. They didn't have the intent to release a beta, and they knew that they were having problems, and they kind of needed the public to, like, test run the game a little bit. And that's why they were just kind of like, hey, we're having some performance issues. Why don't you all just go and play it? We'll collect all that data and then just figure then out how we'll to fix, fix it, it then. Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. make a lot more sense to me. So. But anyways, um, that's all I had. Cool. I'll just do two quick random things I found on my favorite website, golden.co. Uh, there is a 1997 Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone UK first print hardcover book. Okay. okay. It's got 18 days left. Uh, and it, this is pretty rare. Not the rarest, but pretty rare. Uh, so currently, how much do you think this is going for? Again, first not first edition, first print, hardcover, Harry Potter from the UK. What's the current price with 18 days left? Uh... Five thousand bucks. More. Oh. Uh twenty thousand. More. A hundred thousand. Less. No. Eighty thousand. Fifty-five thousand dollars. Damn it. For a book. I got now, that. Now this one is even better. This is a nineteen eighty-five Nintendo. Super Mario Bros. sealed with the hang tab uh, version. It is the third highest grade of fewer than 30 known uh, of this sealed hang tab versions of Mario. Um, It's got a 9.4 rating on the uh, condition, and then it's got an A on the seal rating. This one has also 18 days left. Uh, Robert... How much would you pay for this? Well, uh, wait, wait. How much do you think the bid is going for right now? Let's start there. It's probably going to be something ridiculous. A hundred thousand. More. Yeah. Uh, five hundred thousand. Nah. So it's, oh. a, it, <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll just keep going. One hundred and eighty-three thousand, and there's already been twenty-five bids on it. With the buyer's premium, it's $223,000. What? uh, $19. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you paid $183,000 for a video game, would you be mad if you had to pay to ship it? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's $19 to ship it plus 1% insurance fee. So if you're paying... A hundred thousand, you're paying a thousand dollars in insurance plus the nineteen dollars to ship it. <laughs> Listen, so. I looked at the charge. You're still short twenty dollars for shipping. Um, yeah. When I when I get that twenty dollars, I can ship it. Um, don't know if I can cover that for you, man. Sorry. So yeah. there's only thirty of these in existence. So we'll keep an eye on this one over the next two and a half weeks. But yep. it's probably going to go for a lot of money. Yeah. So if you got a couple hundred, maybe 500,000, here's your opportunity. Yeah. 
On, yeah. When we go to record next time, it'll be uh, probably c- closer to the end of the bid. We'll be sure to, to check in on him. Yeah. And the last yep. bid actually was yesterday morning. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to go up more. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. We'll put it down on the whiteboard here. Yes. Um, what else do you got? No, man. That's it. Okay. Next episode, we're going over uh, Black Friday deals um, and what we're excited to see, what we're shooting for. Um, Gage's uh, hairless vacuum. See if we can't snag a price for that. So, um, Otherwise, that's all we have. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Later. Later.